everyone it's another episode of those good old-fashioned values the first and hopefully last family guy related podcast on the internet although should maybe stop saying it's the first one <laughs> that's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna get us in to, trouble we don't need to mention it we maybe. don't need to but okay this is yet another family guy podcast i'm your host as always the best one let's say the best one the it's like it's what uh it's what boy george true. said it's not who does it first it's who does it best <laughs> um so uh i am your host spencer aka the lonely photon although i'm not really on twitter anymore so i'm just spencer there's ty aka at bobo underscore the underscore second on twitter hey uh we got andy as usual x underscore and and we've got a special guest i have a cold (laughs) andy has covid once again i think this is like the I think this is like the fifth time you've had COVID on the show. Spencer is the only one on the show who has had COVID yet. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have a special guest, uh, self-described one of the sexual gals of Twitter, uh, Hessa, <laughs> a.k.a. Spicy. At Zero Suit Camus on Twitter. Hessa, how are you doing? I'm good, Spencer. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. I'm real excited um, to talk about this terrible, are you? terrible Why? season. Why? Well, I've got I've got some insights, I think. I think I've really okay. peeled back the curtain on this one. Yeah. So, folks, I mean, that's what we've been trying to do. <laughs> folks, here we are. This isn't the last Family the Guy present. episode, but we are on season 18. Season 18 is as of recording the last finished Family Guy season today. Yeah, we're this almost season, we see the light. Yeah, this season is 2019 to 2020. It is, it's this, I believe the season was on when we were still, when we started recording the show. Yeah. Yeah. Finishing. Um, I I think some of the last episodes, yeah, some of the final episodes came out when we were recording. After we were recording, yeah. So, uh, this is a big moment for us. We finally caught up. And, uh, here we are. We're on season 18. And I think this will be a little bit more interesting and exciting than the last season because, Season 17 was a dire, dire season. Ooh, it was one of the worst like they've ever done. Might be the worst. And and 16 before that was also equally dire. So season 18 is not really a good season, but between having watched Brickleberry and having been through season 16 and 17 of Family Guy and having been through a minor mental breakdown, this season... I, I was fine with it, honestly. As family, far as family think, goes, I was mostly fine with it. I think the it pains it pains me to say because it is as bad as sixteen and seventeen. But yeah, I yeah. that's baffling to me because this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I know, I know, but uh, yeah, this season to me <laughs> is digestible. Terrible. It is terrible, it goes... but I think we have been inured by sixteen and seventeen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Andy, can, what were I you going to s- add? I was just going to say, like, the defining word uh, that I'd use to describe this season, sorry if I'm coming in choppy, uh, is uh, this season's pretty digestible. It's not good, it's not great, but I can, I can, it goes yeah. down easy in yeah. the book. I, I, it's, it's, to me, it was as digestible as, like, a knife or something. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, a handful uh, of jacks. <laughs> yeah, I, 
it's it's like on the same level of wit as like the previous two seasons, which is to say not very good. But like no. in terms yeah. of how many laughs I got, this this was a lot more up there. I, I laughed like a couple times per episode and I didn't want to strangle the writers at any point like I did in the millennial episode. You know, I, I thought it was fine for what it was. It's back to the... <laughs> I- junk food plateau basically yeah i i am through judging individual seasons of family guy on the number of laughs i get and it is more on the the amount of frustration it causes in me and maybe it's just because we were a nerd by the last couple seasons maybe it's because like this is a legitimately like less offensive season aesthetically but but yeah this one did not piss me off as much as 16 and not nearly as much as 17 and i mean Frankly, that makes it a better season in my book. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Hessa, you you have the divergent opinion here, but before we get into the, this, I ask this to every person who comes on the show. Mm-hmm. What is your history with Family Guy? My history, Spencer, is um, my experience with Family Guy. Okay. So basically, I first started liking it from like YouTube videos. I think Ding Fries Are Done is like my first exposure. And I saw, like, a YouTube video of the puke joke where they're all throwing up. And I was like, this is, like, the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And um, I had an iPod Touch in, like, sixth grade, maybe, like, seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. And I had, like, basically, I think, like, all of season six. I think I used, like, a full iTunes gift card to get all (laughs) of season six on there. Um, Yeah. My parents, if they knew about it, they would... They would probably have disapproved, but they weren't really hands-on in that regard. So it was too many of, Italian jokes. Yeah, too, <laughs> too much anti-Italian sentiment. Um, but basically, yeah, I had season six on there, and I was like, I like actually went back after I watched this season and rewatched some of those episodes, and they rule like still. They do. Yeah. I'm not a smart person, so I don't need you know a lot. I kind of have a dumb brain, uh, <laughs> so. I I love shit like that. And this, in comparison, felt like I haven't really watched since. I saw the Brian dying episode um, when it came out when I was in, like, high school. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Uh, Yeah, basically, this is my first, the first time I've watched in years and years and years. So I was Mm. truly appalled, truly shocked and appalled by what I I found. (laughs) Yeah, it is... If you are coming, I, I will say, if you are coming straight from, like, the the respectable seasons of Family Guy, like, five through, what, nine or whatever. Yeah. And then jumping to 18, I could see why you might have a divergent opinion from us who have gone through it meticulously season by season. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. We are, we are Seth MacFarlane and, to a lesser extent, like, Alex Sulkin auteurist. Um <laughs> I, I need to. I need to write like a. I need we to write like are, an are, Andrew Sarris book. We have Saris a PhD book. in Wellesley Wild. <laughs> it's a step yeah. beyond uh, vulgar auteurism. It's <laughs> just disgusting auteurism. Yeah. It's just shitty auteurism. Bad auteurism. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna do like an Andrew Sarris esque uh, like companion piece to Family Guy, like he did for all the great American directors. I'm gonna do it for the Family Guy directors <laughs> also, and writers. I, I think this MF loves talking about super bad. Okay, what yeah. the hell? You like Michael Sarah? <laughs> Andy, what are well, you saying? I was going to say, I think it's really funny that, like, now here at the, that you're at the end of Family Guy, you're like, oh my god, it's so awful, because, like, I feel like every time we brought on our guest, 
Maybe not every time, but most of the time we've run on a guest, they've been like, oh, this is the worst thing we've ever seen. And they haven't even gotten to the bad seasons yet. So that's it's kind of interesting that you oh got to, uh, you, you went off the high dive. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. And I landed on my neck in the pool, in the and shallow the end. Yeah. Have water yeah. Can I read you my notes oh. for episode five? Sure. Absolutely. Yes. Please okay. do. I have stopped taking notes, so I, wa- I am fully into this exercise. <laughs> so episode five. My brain is turning to hot pink foam and oozing out of my ears. The gun, yeah. the gun is in my mouth. <laughs> Fuck. How am I only seven minutes into this episode? <laughs> <laughs> and then I said the ending is one of the most chilling things I've ever seen in my life because it's when they did like the anime ending. Oh and yes, it was when Lois is truly the stuff of nightmares. I, I like was ga- I gagged. I couldn't yeah. handle it. No, this might be a weird thing. I truly do think you can judge the quality of a show by how well they handle their anime jokes. Mm. Yeah. Like, if a cartoon makes a joke about anime, the degree to which they do it right is also the degree to which that show is good. I think which is it, why the South Park anime parody is one yeah, of their the best Chim episodes. Pokemon. Oh my so god. Like well, not Chip Pokemon, but... Uh, so I would like to ask, have any of Family Guy's anime or jet or like asian pop culture jokes references or characters been good ever i mean no uh, maybe <laughs> it's you're i mean you're asking like what which is the prettiest grain of sand on this beach? Like, <laughs> if, if you're expecting me to remember jokes? every joke made in this show Look, I'm just saying, I feel like this is this entire category is bad. I think like a sumo wrestler is involved in this anime parody ending. If I'm not oh, mistaken, they always I could be wrong. Wrestling. But like, yeah. I oh, yeah, that w- just like the lowest hanging fruit of someone who's like, what's anime? I guess they like, there's sumo wrestlers and sushi in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say that it's a testament to what you thought of the season where you watched an episode and you sent me a message that said, oh my God, this episode has no vocal track. Oh, yes. And oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my I God. said that, <laughs> you said that to me and I was like, and my first thought wasn't that like, uh, she's watching the wrong episode or she's watching it wrong. I was like, oh huh, my God. they probably did that. <laughs> I truly almost lost my mind when that happened. That was like a ray of sunshine into my abysmal yeah. viewing experience that was on amazon that's, that's the thing um, mm. and i did switch over to hulu and they did have the vocal track there but the amazon episode episode 16 if you have amazon if you want to buy it and try watching it there is no vocal track it's insane yeah no if you want to add the Damn. the twin Peaks score the like so, snapping so along what you're saying then is, i think you'll you'll find it a enriching experience um, yeah yeah it's it's like hilarious also in that episode they shoot the house from like they shoot the kitchen or they show the kitchen from these they shoot the kitchen they show it from like these weird angles that makes it seem so disorienting i don't know it was just so this whole like season felt very uncanny to me it felt like every episode was a new bunch of like wasn't they got a different subreddit to like write every episode (laughs) they you you said this to me and i really wish i had this um I might have actually said this about an earlier season, but I w- if I haven't, I wish I said it. You said that the season felt algorithmically generated. Yeah, it felt. It literally feels like <laughs> Drillbot or whatever, one of those like Twitter algorithm things. Yeah, like Wint but AI. Yeah, yeah. set yeah, to like maximum sure. chaos. Like, <laughs> to, to be fair, now yeah. while this like, definitely applies some to of the jokes. Guy more than other shows. <laughs> Sorry about this. I know. Uh, 
What I was going to say is, obviously Family Guy is worse than other shows would be, but I feel like at most comedy season 18, you would be scrambling to just try and find any joke you haven't made before at this point. You know what I mean? Like, like there's yeah. not much material left. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's fair. Oh yeah, and the episode I want to talk about deals with that, I feel like, in a very fun way, I think. In a, yeah. like, a yeah. kind of death drive slipping out kind of way (laughs) yeah you know what if i will give this season anything it's that even if it doesn't always succeed they do truly find like a number of jokes that they haven't really done to death and that's more impressive than a lot of shows of their age yeah they also like with their jokes they are still kind of taking like weird swings like you know the simpsons is still in its safe zone it's like basically just uh you know, doing its own thing and none of the jokes in New Simpsons feel like they're meaningful or there's no ambition involved. It's just like the same reheated leftovers from 20 years ago where this season, like I think why it's still capable of making me laugh even when it's really bad is that they like are still trying all of these like weird asides and stuff. Like we'll talk about the coma episode, but there's like that extended sequence where it just turns into end of Evangelion for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So the Simpsons would never spend a minute having Chris or having Bart throw a severed head up, up a yacht wall for like, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of having it break apart. (laughs) That we uh, kind of we don't we don't talk we're we're not talking about that first episode yacht rocky but uh, I say that I was I was so pissed off that Meg's boyfriend was a blonde guy in that I was just like it's so <laughs> <a> bitch <laughs> yeah no he was handsome it's fine yeah. it's different <laughs> I like that's truly baffling because I got like none of the references in that, in that episode I was like I what? didn't either Damn, but that was kind of the joy about? of it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys not? This might just be like my particular brand of, you know, whatever. My brain is fucked up. But but do you guys not find like a little joy when you hear someone talk about something when you have no idea what they're talking about, but it's clear they care about it a lot? I, I do find joy in that. But in this case, it was just like, I don't know. It was just a bunch of names. Like, yeah. it's cool if it's like, like a woman I'm into, but not fucking Family Guy season in yeah, 18. Exactly. Like, it's a little Again, different. It's there. just my phone. Fo- it's my to my fucked up brain. Anyone who does that, I'm so into I, I, it. I want to ask. I want to ask. Uh, since we're you know spending a little bit of time talking about the bad boat episode, how did you feel about the lazy ending? The lazy ending. I don't remember. The only oh. note I have from this episode is Michael Clayton on DVD, and I don't. They're, remember the they're about to drown, <laughs> but they cut but... back. To the no, house. The, the ending. They literally don't end the episode. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's one of their uh, late late season Family Guy moves where they just. You know, increasingly as the show goes on, I, I have to give some respect to the fact that they give even less of a shit about plot. Like, you know, in other seasons, I think it was in 15, uh, I said that I would like this season a lot more if they didn't feel the need to wrap everything up so, like, neatly. Mm-hmm. And in these last few seasons, as bad as they are, I have to give credit where, like, if they just, like, don't know how to end an episode to say, yeah, we're ending the episode here, fuck you. Well, who cares? I, yeah. I, I have a little bit of respect <laughs> for that. You try writing a good ending, asshole. <laughs> well, literally, yeah. And that was that was a huge thing in some of our earlier seasons where we were like, oh man, this season doesn't care about plot, but it's like, 
now it's like, well, they have taken that for given, and it's like, no, I mean, the writers know it's just about the jokes too, and it's like, if that's the case, who gives a shit about the ending? It's if we if we can exchange that for a funny joke. That said, it would like, be nice. If that's they what you're here for. Jokes. Yeah. Sure, of course, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, obviously, yeah, this would be the best show if if they wrote good jokes and didn't care about the structure. But it's like, if they don't care about the structure, I'd rather they throw a joke yeah. out. Like, who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, no, we're yeah. we're you know. Everything is so lazy I, at this point. I admire the brazenness of it. Yeah. I was going to say something very similar, which is just like, yeah, this show, like, obviously it shows sucks, but it's at least better that it's like sucking in a casual way rather than trying really hard and failing like the millennials episode and stuff like that. Like this season doesn't even yeah. put in the effort to get mad at it, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. There is some, I, I really do think if you go back through all of our episodes, you, you will find a correlation between, like, the seasons that we say play at low key and the seasons that we say are, like, enjoyable to watch. I really do think there is, like, a pattern mm. there. Like, the the more, the less they take the show seriously, the more There are some exceptions, but you're right. Yeah. So, God, uh, there's, I'm so glad that we're almost done with this show just because I'm, ch- I'm tired of thinking of new things to, like, differentiate each season, like... Well, in season 17, you know, they they emphasized this a little bit more than season 16. Like, no, fuck you. The show's been a homogenous blob yeah. for six years. <laughs> oh, it's so I have good. a lot but... to talk about with these, with their two episodes in particular that I'm like, yeah, really. The ready one to dive into. M- much much like with much like with Family Guy this season. Fuck you. We're not even gonna try this week. Uh, let's just relax. <laughs> the, and chill. Um... <laughs> yeah, no the. Uh, Ty and I talked about it, and we did notice that there's a lot of the librarian this season. They're, they sort of I like her. the librarian. I, I like her. It. I think it's funny. I like her too, but the one thing I will say that I think is notable about this season is that like, they they tr- do try to force like a number of recurring characters in this season. Like the librarian, uh, Chris Parnell's friend of Stewie, like the, the baby who's like all fancy- um, they, they, I don't remember the... that character at all. The Chris Parnell. He shows up a couple, he shows up a couple times and I think he showed up a couple times like in a season or two ago, but like they're really trying to, apparently like Chris Parnell, I guess is like part of the cast <laughs> now or something. So they're yeah. trying to give him shit to do. Uh, there's, there's someone else who I cannot, I, I can't remember, but, but there's like a handful of like new recurring characters that they're trying to make work. And I'm not, like, against it, but it is kind of weird to see, like, in season 18, they, they're they like, oh, well, we need to, you know, shake up the supporting cast, yeah. which I don't know. I will give them credit. At least they didn't try and, in- at least they did, at least they didn't try and introduce another Griffin. Because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's not- the thing lazy, tired sitcoms love doing. That, that would have been, been a that death been for sure. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, God, uh, fuck. What do I say about Family Guy season 18, especially after a bad, bad shift? Uh, season 18 of Family Guy, uh, my favorite jokes were probably all the ones involved being at a motel, since I've spent a lot of time at motels, and the stuff about having to, uh, run across a six-lane highway to get to an Applebee's is correct. (laughs) All my favorite jokes this season were about, like, like, being killed or killing or getting your shit fucked up because you know what not that i'm like a homicidal person they just have a good track record with those mm. i i think that is part of the show's like death drive like slipping out they keep yeah. killing they keep killing all the characters yeah. they can't stop and they keep having the this other a, characters mourn this for is a such while, a f- and then they like bring them back as it came in like <laughs> which is like oh this freud the show is so freudian 
My, I think my favorite joke this season was the Lego spotlight thing when it cut to that. I was just started losing my mind. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I, that one is reason, I mean, I'm just dumb. You gotta, you gotta realize it's that. Um, Lance yeah. Corporal Jesus H. Christ was one that I laughed at. The Nike commercial is obviously great. Yeah, the Nike commercial was the hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. the smoking inside commercial too. That was funny. There's a lot of stuff from this season that is just three part stories. Like, yeah, th- they've been doing that more and more recently. And for this season in particular, like every other episode is a fucking three story episode. And the, the best one and by best, I mean like most insane one is the love stories one or no, not the love stories one, the uh, Bible one, the, the Bible, Bible one. one, because they don't even have yeah. enough material for those three stories. So there's like 25% of the episode is the framing device of them just being in a hotel. And that's my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, because absolutely. I, I like the Cleveland joke. I like I like the Cleveland joke. In the, where he's the, the one stuck outside. I love the, uh, yes. the part where they turn on the TV and it just blows them away. So and he, he that just made, me, blows, just that says, made me laugh that really hard. Says, I, I laughed at that. Yeah. God, this episode is just us saying all of our favorite bits from Family Guy Season 18. This is the worst thing I've ever recorded. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, um, there's nothing else to no, talk it's about. fine. What else are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. What yeah, can exactly. we say? True, it's true. Like I think, uh, like Peter is. It's so shitty. It really is. The yeah, Peter the, is basically just an out bisexual this season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. L- literally, Peter Griffin is a bisexual woman with mental health issues. Absolutely, yeah. and a yeah. pedophile. And a pedophile. Well, that's all bisexuals. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all no. bisexuals are pedophiles. That's so true. Careful, and bisexuals <laughs> do be. Pedophilia, though. Parody, parody. In Minecraft, parody. all my signals are pedophiles. <laughs> no, it's just it, this is no, hard it's, truth. I, I no, I okay. Full like I know we have a lot of bi people who get very touchy about this subject, so I am joking. It's just David Bowie and Spencer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I got that one. So, ah. Yeah, um, wait, we've been recording for 26 minutes? I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, half of it was technical difficulties, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, is is there any... Sorry about that. Uh, it's gonna be nice to be able to actually listen to this episode when it goes up live for the first time. It will um, be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to the episode analysis part, so we'll see you in the back half. Folks, we're back. Uh, sorry that that shit sounded like fucking 
metal machine music. Uh, whenever we start recording, Andy loves to unplug his router. All right, then... I restarted Discord, and it made me do it. Leave every door, update. every creaky door in the house open. Uh, we're, we're talking about a couple episodes. Uh, the first one was ben, my I choice. I try. I try so hard for this part. <laughs> he said like 10 seconds too late. Yeah. And it was Andy's, Disney's router, Andy's router was built on a Native American graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I can tell you what it is. Uh, I bought a shitty cheap Wi-Fi adapter because it was 20 bucks and I needed an internet connection because my old one broke. So we're doing Disney's The Reboot. It's great talking and then waiting for you to hear what you guys say. It's really satisfying. Yeah, we're enjoying it on the other end, too. This is this, a bit you from know an episode. This season, yeah. Yes, it literally is a bit from an episode oh where they're God, doing a We're seeing her phone. Ty, put that in. It's literally this. We've got New York on the phone. Here, Andy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slap when I'm halfway through my statement. <laughs> And before we get started, I would like to officially thank Stewie for spearheading this project, and I'd like to thank Chris for his help scouting all the locations. Now, scene one. We open on a suburban... Ah, uh, you're welcome, Brian. Happy to pitch in. Yeah, uh, speaking of scouting, you sure got good at scouting the location of the nearest Burger King. Okay, scene one. We open on a suburban home where a party is in full swing. There is a knock at the... <laughs> I do like Burger King. At the door. The teenage son answers it. Well, if it isn't my favorite uncle, we got a uh, we got uh, we got Indiana on the phone right here. Uh, so we're doing uh, Disney's the reboot first. And, uh, I wanted to do Disney's. I wanted to do Disney's the reboot because um, I saw this one when I was developing my manic. Uh, obsession, obsession with, with Family with Guy, sort of like Brian guys. Wilson with Be My Baby. That was me with Family Guy for a couple months. Yeah, I uh, uh, Disney the Hello. reboot was one of the episodes I saw on TV on uh, TV, and at the time I was like with my friends. Hi, Hessa. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What's up? Uh, what happened? Did I just drop out? Doing? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I'm doing good. Fine. I'm doing good. <laughs> okay. Um, and Disney's the reboot. And I remember thinking, I must have been drunk at the time, too, but I remember thinking, like, is this a good episode? Like, this is kind of fun and funny. Uh, and I, I rewatched it, and it wasn't as good as I remembered. There was a lot more dead air. But I can safely say that of the past three seasons of the show, this is easily the best episode. Yeah, this I think this I, is maybe the strongest one of this season. You know what I would call this episode? I would call this a good version of the Emmy episode. Yeah. In the sense of it's Family Guy poking fun at other modern TV shows. Yeah. I I don't know if I would say it's the best just because it was a little shticky for my tastes. Uh, like, I again, I am not a huge fan of the episodes where the reference Everything is the Everything is shticky. But, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, they built, it's another episode where they built the episode out of the reference. And it, they do it better than the Emmy episode, but it's still, like, not in my wheelhouse but it's it's definitely like a better episode than it has a right to be i'll say that i think i think the strongest bits yeah. from this episode are the ones where it's Absolutely. in the focus uh, group like i think the jokes like that happen like in the focus group rather than like in the yeah. reboot episodes the three reboot episodes that they show are like consistently the strongest part of the of this one i really love the uh how about young family guy how about i murder your whole family <laughs> 
the H. John Benjamin yeah. bit. I just love hearing H. John <laughs> Benjamin jump in. He has a great voice. Yeah. 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 I miss him whenever he shows show. up. Yeah. I like I like the bit when the <laughs> when the Arby's focus group guys are like ba- making bets on whether or not Meg will eat a sixth yeah. <laughs> that's oh my good. ham that's sandwich a good or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or when Peter slips the question like, if you kiss a guy but you don't like have sex with them, is that gay or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I I do love the Bojack horseman reference to the normal words, but a horse, a horse guy. guy. <laughs> Yeah. Uh no, it's a, it's a fun episode and I I honestly think that the the three the three story structure. It's a very very lazy crutch, but Family Guy yeah. is a really lazy show. Mm-hmm. And I think that this kind of built-in structure lets them have more fun when they're on. I mean, when they're off, you get the fucking Emmy episode, but when they're on, it, it gives them more of like a like a base to build off of. Yeah. And I'm... just fill fill stuff in. To be, to be fair, also, I, I Do think... you have a favorite segment? I don't remember the segments. There was, like, a Riverdale one. Yeah, th- so the Riverdale one was the second one. The first one was the lowest-centric, like, women's sit- woman sitcom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how Peter's always on the bike in that one. Yeah, I love... I actually really love the first segment, yeah. especially <laughs> because Peter's just like, I enjoyed getting pegged by you. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just Peter as just a fail beta guy. It's great. <laughs> There are a lot of Pete. There are a lot of Peter and Lois. Yeah, yeah. There was a one last them. season that I got lodged in my head for like a week. That was just of Peter getting pegged, and, and he just said like, just like I only felt dirty for an hour afterwards. Now I just can't wait until it's night. And I was just repeating that to myself for a full week. This is like a God. This is such an online reference. Do you guys remember when? That that guy who worked on the new Powerpuff Girls show made like an episode about uh, his like very blatant self insert that like one of the Powerpuff Girls fell in love with. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> so- Wait. What? Ty, Ty, I would like to. I, oh I hate God. to inform you that character was in more than one episode. That character oh, was in more God. than oh, one Jesus. episode. Well, um. re- regardless. If this feels like that version, except instead of a self-insert character, it's just like my self-insert love of getting pegged, <laughs> like yeah. from from whatever yeah. writer was like in charge of that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, maybe it's one of the female writers on the show likes pegging their husband. Maybe that that's good what for it them. Is. Well, there's one female writer in the show, so Spencer no, is saying that Cher- Cherry Cheva Cheva Prada dub wrong, or I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. No, uh, uh, they have a couple of. Uh, non-staff female writers they have emily towers oh, they have hmm. uh maggie what's her name see this is why i like this pod well, no, so much because you guys have maggie mole the industry stuff you guys have like the yeah. bts of the show you know yeah i mean like look maybe cherry maybe cherry likes pegging her husband or boyfriend maybe. but all i'm saying is someone on the show is into pegging check the recording yeah. channel so- for the record <laughs> check the recording channel My recording oh yeah that's channel? the guy the the no like the literal text channel no, our recording labeled channel, recording the text channel. oh okay I don't know why we're doing this in the middle of the episode oh my god yeah. no <laughs> but no this is I a wanted to show it I wanted the live Jesus reaction Christ, this is a disaster no but this is a this is just a fun episode and I think that. I, I used to feature the problematic episodes since there was the mo- there was more to unpack, but Family Guy's problematic episodes nowadays are just kind of nothings. Yeah, and yeah. They've. I mean, the they, trans one was bad. Being... The trans one was like. 
Right. That's probably their best trans episode, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is, like, the most sympathy they ever give. No, you know what? The most sympathy I think they ever give to a trans character is in last season's trans episode. But, yeah, this is pretty (laughs) close to the top, which is saying a lot. Oh, my God. Yeah. We did a whole bonus about it, though. So, I mean. For that one, the joke about. The one about Ida watching porn in public, that one I just kind of knowingly snap along to. Yeah, to, and yeah, to be fair with Spencer's thing, like, that is, we do, do be doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Trans, trans girls do be watching porn in public. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eggs. So, uh... <laughs> Next episode, we're moving on. We're keeping this horrible train moving. I'm I'm making this go longer because I know I'm going to cut out 20 minutes. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't be in such a hurry. Our next episode is Rich Old Stewie. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so this was Hess's I have, choice. I have so much to say about this episode. Okay. Go off. And Andy, <laughs> if you so interrupt much. Hessa, I'll fucking kill you in real life. Oh my God. <laughs> Okay, this episode felt like a fever dream to me. First of all, it opens with, like, a Citizen Kane joke that, like, it, like, never comes back. (laughs) And, like, I don't know, I won't go through every single joke in the episode, but, like, there are so many jokes that, like, don't even make sense. Like, the very first joke in the episode is, um, like, Stewie has this, like, jacked butler. It's the future, and Stewie's in, like, his mansion. And um, his jacked butler comes in and he's like, it's me, your shape-shifting butler. And he's like, you know, I can be any shape I want or any shape you want. And he's like, um, yeah, that shape is fine. And it's like, why oh. make him a shape-shifting butler oh, at oh, all? Oh. <laughs> so, so Hesse, this is something that I, I think is something that you might not like ha- have a full uh, context for coming into the season in the 18th season. Uh, St- Stewie is gay. Um Oh no, I know that. <laughs> no, he's like no, he's like a, he's like a homosexual baby is like the joke. Um, okay, okay. I just like so just like make so it like a... he he wa- so so he wants the butler to be in the form of a hot man because like he he is a he's a gay man. Um, yeah. Okay. No, I know that. But him saying like he says like you know I can be any shape like right. It's like oh, why it's because it's the that? it's because it's the future. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, they don't even show this guy shifting shapes. I was just no. like, well, I think right, we can move past it. <laughs> <laughs> Modern Family Guy likes to make uh, Stewie's in the closet jokes still for some reason. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I like, I yeah. feel like if he's an old man, he can just be gay, you know? Just let him yeah. have it. I'm, I'm losing gonna... my mind right now. <laughs> but he's also a weird baby man. <laughs> like, looking at these notes, they, like, make no sense. Oh my god. The so the future is like the demolition man in this episode, and Peter is dying. Well, no, everything is nice except for their house. Yeah, it's like literally a Which metaphor for the entire show. Like their house is in shambles, and like Peter is like dying, making the same jokes, but like no one's laughing. It's like sad, and it's like the whole family gather around, and there's this like heart wrenching sad moment where Peter dies. And I'm like, I feel like the show could cut to... I feel like it could cut to the credits right now. And, like, this would be the last episode. And that's, like... I felt like there was, like, a subconscious, like... I don't know. I felt like it was, like, a cry for help, like, on the writer. No. Or, like, an accident. They accidentally slipped in, like, this kind of, like... That might be true. Wishing for death. Like, begging for death. (laughs) 
They've been a lot less subtle about that in the past, so I kind of doubt that. But I see where you're coming from, and I think you're on yeah. something. Yeah, and I think the coma episode, the same thing happens, but we can get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we didn't even I mean, bother I... summarizing the plot. Yeah, who get, it, basically Stewie is rich in the future. He gets a note. That he, Brian tells him that Peter is dying. He comes home. Peter's like, please help out the family. He's like, of course, I'll give you all my money. And then as he walks away, all of them are like, ha, we tricked this asshole. He, you know, Peter's not actually dead. And then he's like, but I knew they tricked me. So then, you know, I blew up their house. And then it turns out he was just fantasizing all about that by looking at like a Halloween costume of an old man or something. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, we should have done the recapped it first it's, no <laughs> who like, gives a shit i did like <laughs> i do like the herbert joke at the end and i like the mega vita joke i think it ends on two all right episodes yeah the yes. mega vita joke i kind of laughed at the herbert joke i didn't like <laughs> i didn't care for this is a really well there were two jokes that i enjoyed this episode the first one is i think really lame it's uh, the one where he's like where where stewie's like he he's trying to go do his awards thing and he goes in the room and it's like, and here's how to make, you know, millions of dollars and it's like, oh, I think I'm in the wrong room and he's about to walk away, and it's like, and use that money to turn into a Broadway star and he peeks back, he's like, Hold on <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know, I thought it fit his character fun. And then the other one was uh them listing all of the actors who died like right after they went on Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Holy shit, like some of these like big names like Roy Scheider, Roy Scheider. Jesus no, yeah. this is I mean this is a guest star show like yeah like, it may not seem it they they are like abnormally good at they are like almost maybe not on like almost on par with Simpsons but like they are I think equi- like like you can equivocate them to Simpsons in terms of like how fucking good they are at getting guest stars yeah didn't the Simpsons have Thomas Pynchon on <laughs> Honestly, Maybe? at this point, know. probably. <laughs> uh, other than that, I I didn't mind this episode, honestly. I Richard's too, I didn't mind. It's just like, I kind of enjoyed them sort of opening an episode, like just kind of dropping you in. They didn't even bother really putting a framing device in at the beginning. Uh, I, I think that ending reveal that this was just Stewie's fantasy was kind of funny. Uh, I don't know. It, it was... Yeah, it's fine. Hessa described it as like, the worst episode of the season, but... No, I don't think it's I the was... worst episode of the season. I just think it's mm. emblematic of the season. Like, I, 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 I could like... see, like, a... I could see a case being made that it's, like, the most inexplicable of the season. But, yeah, I don't know if it's the worst. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I think, like, five or, like, two is pretty bad. Um, there are definitely worse episodes. But I just wanted to talk about this one because I, I felt like... I guess I was having, like, a psychotic moment where I was like, this is kind of, like the show yeah. writers trying to, like, kill the show, like, yeah. in their mind, like, subconsciously. Welcome to the last six months of our life. <laughs> Literally. We should, we, I, I am sorry about this, we should move on to the next episode. I do yeah, want yeah, to yeah. note, because I forgot it in the first half, uh, this season has uh, the series' best joke, <laughs> which is um, when Cleveland is in jail and he becomes Kareem abdul Jabliveland. <laughs> <laughs> Are you now Kareem Abdul Jablivland? I am Kareem Abdul Jablivland. <laughs> I have no idea why, but the name Kareem Abdul Jablivland every time I think about it. <laughs> it's just so fucking lazy and st- stupid. But it, but it, you get to Bleveland and you're like, all right. <laughs> it's Kareem Abdul Jablivland. It's also Mike Henry's delivery. 
Just like yeah, the just the I matter of fact way. <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm honestly gonna miss Mike Henry as Cleveland. I'm gonna miss like, him. Yeah, he I shouldn't am too. Yeah. He shouldn't play the role, but Cleveland Show tried to make us mm-hmm. not miss him. Like after watching Cleveland Show, I thought I wasn't gonna miss him, yeah. but now I realize yeah, I am gonna miss him. The guy they got, I've listened to some of his stuff, he's fine, but like I don't yeah, I don't think he's gonna bring the same energy. And I mean whatever. Good on them for whatever the hell, but <laughs> He's not. He's not gonna make a Karina Jewel Jubilee one joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do we want to move on to Coma Guy? Yes, I'm ready. Uh, yes, I'm ready. All right, Coma Guy. Uh, this is <laughs> this is my fever dream episode. Coma Guy is a strange, strange episode. Um, it, it's it's very indicative of the tendency that Modern Family Guy has of just to put a lot of stuff in their episodes. <laughs> I mentioned this in season 16 that like every episode just has so many things happening. And at points you are like, is this the same fucking episode? And this one is the most things happening episode because the first act is just Cleveland listening to Van Halen's 1984 album, 1984. And just listening to Panama Peter, and just driving around listening to Panama. And then he gets in a coma. He gets in a car accident and gets put in a coma. And there's this fucking surreal dream sequence that makes up the second act. And, you know, very clearly the animators and writers love doing these weird dream yeah. sequences. They get the stretch. And, it's fine. Yeah. 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 It's consistently highlight. It's a highlight. Like Stewie's Nightmare. I've always really liked that. And that was in a terrible season. But that was a great sequence. Uh, we hate the seahorse seashell party episode, but the shrooms animation there is fucking fantastic. It rules. Yeah, yeah, and Coma Guy, it's honestly a it's still like keeping up that trend. I love the well. Uh, hold on, you're not done with the plot yet because they yeah. do they do the coma stuff for the middle half of the episode, and then the end half is Peter getting all mad at Lois for pulling him off life support right before he came back. Yeah, yeah, and there's a an extremely uncomfortable scene where Lois is like, I was. I was glad that you died. I was glad that you died because I didn't have to, I don't have to watch you like being a dumbass anymore. <laughs> it's like, okay, <Yeah>. like <laughs> that's very, very harsh. And also I feel like the doctor said he was brain dead, but he wasn't. So I'm like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's all very. They have a talking dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Who I'm, gives I'm just a shit? Like... <laughs> and I'll be honest, the f- Rule First two sections of, of this episode, I kind of really liked. The Panama stuff cracked me up a lot. The Panama stuff ruled. It was what, yeah. I mean, it's like on par with Peter as a mustache in terms of like opening Family Guy sec- segments. Yeah, the yeah. jump was like hilarious. Yes. Oh, that, God, that was so funny. Or during the car chase where he was like, we can't kick him the, or we can't catch him. The song kicks too much ass. And he's like, <laughs> no, wait for the talking part. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. It was a fucking great opening bit. And then the the Joe insertion at oh the end. Oh my god! Yeah, um, <laughs> I like. I yeah, remember Joe like... being like cooler in like past seasons. No, no Joe. Mean, no. Bit, oh, they 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 have, like they have made while. him a fucking loser, and I kind of love it. <laughs> I do too. I every was kinda, every I was, single season. I was living for it this season, kind of. Yeah, there's that account Family Guy funny moments official where they just like post modern family guy clips to like people who haven't watched the show since middle school. And I remember looking under the comments under the Peppa Pig joke. Oh my God. That was the one where wild. 
That was wild. Where Joe, Joe just tells Peppa Pig's parents that she's dead. <laughs> and like all the comments were pointing out just the profound empathy in Patrick Warburton's voice as he says it. One of the greatest voices in history, for sure. Patrick Warburton Extremely is powerful, so fucking sure. great. He, kills he puts it. as much effort as he does in Family Guy as he does in a season of Venture Brothers. That's amazing. Think about that for a second. Yeah. He, like, there's also one great joke, too, where they're like, they go to the post office, and what's it, Joe is there, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I get, uh, checks into, like, a P.O. box here. And, um, they're like, what is it? And he's like, mostly residual checks from Seinfeld. Yeah. And they're like, you were on Seinfeld? And he's like, yeah. Or he says, like, Putty's line from Seinfeld. I can't remember what it is, but, like, yeah, that's right. I think is what he says. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, th- this is true. We have talked, obviously, ev- we've everything we're saying on this episode, we've said before, but th- I mean, truly, like, what the the big strength of this show is just how fucking great its voice cast is. And, like, like Patrick Wartman is, like, one of the, yes. like, one of the big stars. And yeah. he has been for, like, all 18 seasons of this fucking show. If we're just list- 17, because it came in season two, but. If we're just listing jokes, I also really like the, um, the ending of the reboot episode with him in the the big band uh, vinyls he's got that's pretty good. I like that moment. Oh yeah, <laughs> Joe rules. Joe is like the best. Joe and Lois are like the best characters in these later seasons. Yeah, I love the stuff where she gets a haircut and it just turns into like an escalating war. Yes, Lois especially that was that was like, funny. The reason why we don't do character you, you breakdowns know what it turns anymore, into, Spencer. What? It turns into that one scene uh, that everyone was posting like like a year ago from the movie that Adam Driver was in with the, with the, oh, the, the marriage, marriage story. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. I'm. You no. know. You know what I'm realizing? We're literally doing the Barry Manilow bit like in real time of like <laughs> slowly coming around yeah. to realizing <laughs> like a good season. I mean, that's been this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> that. That's yeah. been our, the entire the entirety of 2020 for me and Spencer. Like you know, I'm just going like, <laughs> do you want to do the pot? I I you know, Family Guy's kind of all right. I love Family Guy. Let's do a podcast on Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So the last episode we're going to talk about. No, we don't. Is I would love to touch on it. They did a whole episode about kneeling, where the message was like, kneeling is like fine but mostly it's the anthem that's bad we i i don't know if we have time to yeah i just want to point out for that episode that i was just like amazed by the way that they made fucking (laughs) the way they made peter kneel is that he had to take a shit like how did they think that was a good idea like the people who write this show are like 89 and have racial politics from like 1974 but well no the people who write this are 47 and have racial politics from 1943 Um, yeah yeah Yeah. no it's i I mean truly i got i don't want to get into it for risk of like making this episode an hour and 20 minutes long but yeah the whole thing is like peter becomes the coach of a baseball team and has to shit so bad in the middle of a game that he kneels during the national anthem becomes a woke hero and you know what actually it does make some okay points about like like wokeness being co-opted for uh like you know commercial gain for corporations which you know what fair play and then and, eventually and, and the nike commercial is pretty great it's very yeah, it's, it's a pretty great um, scene but then the, yeah he 
How do you know what's inside you unless you test yourself? Don't do one push-up. Do 100. Don't run one mile. Run a marathon. Don't have one family. Have a second family all the way across the country. Don't just have a second family. Have a third family in Santa Fe with an alternative lifestyle. Don't spend any time with the first two families. Make a commitment to family number three and double down by announcing it at his war hero father's retirement party. Don't go to the funeral, because remember, you've got two other families to deal with and a marathon to train for. Don't just let Kenneth walk out of your life. Take his life from him. Don't just go to jail. Go to death row by killing the two other families. Don't just let anyone have their closure by apologizing. Send a message that you're not afraid of hell. Nike. You may not notice, but our full name is Nigel. But then he fixes everything by making, like, the, whatever, the hamster dance into the national anthem, because no one could get mad at that. That was awful. You know, you know how it's, really like, 2020? Bad. You know how it's, like, 2020 when we're, when we're making this show? Uh, remember, remember it's, like, 2020? Yeah, he, he made the, he, he loves the epic Rickroll song. Um. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, if they yeah. did Never Gonna Give You Up, I would have been much happier since that's an actual good song, at least. Yeah. I, it's like literally like Matt Parker and Trey Stone had brain damage and tried to like make a point about like this because like everyone by the end, they're still like they raise the American flag and they play like the hamster yeah. dance song and everyone's <laughs> like. Yeah, this is you know, fine. You, All right, I'm you know down. how it's you know how it's 2020. What if we did like that epic song everyone likes, the waffle song? <laughs> there was like an uptown funk. What if we got a Tobuska song for this? Like... <laughs> it's yeah. So I mean, whatever. Well, if we have it, stuff we want to add about it, that episode, let's add it. I, frankly, I, really I just have. I just think it's insane that they they had they thought it was a good idea. In any way. But guys, guys, what? we're caught up. We're at the modern season of Family Guy. We've caught up. <sighs> <sighs> Woo! <sighs> I'm and pumping my fist like Rocky on the beach. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so glad I could be here for this. This is yeah. cute. Yeah, no, we, we did it. <laughs> we're gonna have to rely on shows that aren't Family Guy for content from now on. You know, it's gonna it's a scary new world, but at the same time, a hopeful one. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, except for well, the I mean, four we have that whole episodes. month of bliss. Yeah, the four end of gear episodes we're making also about Family Guy and every season once they finish it. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we are not out of, we are not out of the, the, sure, but it's, it's, I've had like half a white claw and I'm gone. <laughs> oh, I God. can't wait for you guys to hit cover like the Sopranos next year sure. and like, the wire. Yeah, we're, <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I there aren't enough podcasts that talk about the Sopranos yet. <laughs> yeah. There aren't enough people who have left-wing politics that like the Sopranos. Yeah, maybe there we should right. maybe we Certainly should also, not enough of that. Maybe we should also watch like uh I don't know, like a Scorsese movie at I'm reaching, yeah. but <laughs> So, here, here I have a pitch. I have a pitch Real for talk. I have a pitch I think for that... <laughs> get really into Verhoeven. Andy, shut the fuck up. I have a pitch for season 2 of those good old-fashioned values. It's a podcast about the Simpsons, The Sopranos, and Aaron Sorkin. It's a good one. Ooh, that would rule. Spencer, you literally suggested we do a Game of Thrones podcast. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Did he relate this fucking asshole? What's Game of Thrones? I've never heard of that before. 
Yeah, no one's oh, just, that. It's yeah, a shut thing, the fuck up, it's Andy. A thing that, it's a thing that really dumb people liked in 2017. <laughs> okay, cool. This, this piece of shit. Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast ass. I was suggesting other things we could cover in the future. What can I say? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You also want to watch... Fun- <laughs> You also want to watch Mad Men while you're at it? Yeah, Andy oh would be God. like, yeah. yeah. If it was up to Andy, it would be like, let's do a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog podcast. Honestly, that's more novel than okay. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I just had an idea. You could listen to episodes of Cumbtown and then talk about them. <laughs> that would honestly actually be very funny as a review show of Cumbtown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this episode is like three hours long. So, do you have anything? No, we do it like, no, you have anything you want to I don't, I don't. Follow my Twitter. At yeah, follow Hess's Twitter. <laughs> I'm sorry, this was a disaster. I'm sorry. No, this is this was, this was, this was fun. I'm gonna edit fine. it. This, I'm gonna edit it into something great, and everyone's gonna love it. And they're this not even gonna, gonna be, realize that gonna, this was. The th- they're not gonna get what we're talking about because Ty's a good editor. <laughs> this is gonna be like the greatest act of reconstructive surgery since Mulholland Drive. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, this this episode right this episode right now is the, like the the kid from the uh, oh what's the what's the fucking movie about the kid with like the deformity who falls in love with the butt I'm whatever mask. fuck this yeah mask okay <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to call it the mask like the Jim Carrey movie because that would have just been in a comedy of errors right there that's a great double feature mask and the mask <laughs> and then the man in the iron mask ooh it's a good one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so all right, let's is, just end this. this let's just end this. Move values. on. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye. 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 <laughs> also, su- subscribe to our Patreon. Fuck you. Okay, uh, let me just get ready. <clears throat> get into the yeah, headspace. Yeah, do, do your vocal right. exercises. Me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here, chill. Let, yeah, I didn't let's go all... to fag school like you. I went to, I went to an English school. I went to, I did, I was an English major. Oh, which fancy. is a lot less faggy than, <laughs> than what, what cinema Anderson. school like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, by the way, Andy, in case you want to keep your spreadsheet, Hessa is another Emerson person. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Emerson dropout, oh, baby. God. Hell is, yeah. See, that's cool. That's cool. That is cooler than graduating Emerson. Absolutely. Absolutely. Graduating never... Emerson means, like, you are going to molest Macaulay Culkin in some time. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught right. dead graduating Emerson. <laughs>